Don't be Country mornings are the best. The Kicks Morning Show with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Well, it's the biggest thing since radio, and I'm letting you in on the ground floor. The biggest thing on earth. The biggest thing in the world. The biggest thing that's ever happened in my life. This is the biggest thing that's ever happened to you. It's the biggest thing ever. All right, enough of this small talk. Enough of this foolishness. Let's go. Let's go. Now go. It's the Kicks Morning Show. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick. Good morning. It's Tuesday. May 3rd. Good morning, Corey Al. Good morning, JP. <laughs> Good morning, Husker Nick. Happy Tuesday. You know what's so special about today? What is special? What? Yeah. Believe it or not, wet stuff is not falling from the sky today. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. It will yeah. tomorrow. Quite the, the deluge. It will the next day. Yeah. But today, you guys, it is not raining on top of us. We get Thank a break goodness. from it. I'm supposed to play softball tonight. I see zero chance that that's happening. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how those fields at Holmes yeah. Lake are going to be even remotely playable. <laughs> that Yesterday, sun's got to come out and dry it up real fast. <sighs> I was thinking about going down there and raking it myself, but I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. I don't think that don't they know. would be opposed to it. As long could. as you're not ruining the field, you're probably See, here's the right. deal. I don't know how to properly do uh, it. Okay. So... It's Pause either going to be, off. yeah, it's either going to be really good or really bad. That's how I feel about Yesterday it. Yesterday was our volleyball day, and we knew, and it was going to be a doubleheader also. Yeah. So all day you I just was went like, next door. I was like, hey, folks, yeah, why don't we just ixnay uh, the volleyball and we just go spend some good time indoors where we can be nice and acrobatic dry dancers for you know, the most part. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. Yeah. Say, I'm sure JP's over there. Let's head over and say hi. I play volleyball at Playmakers, so you do the math. <laughs> Yeah. Where's Playmakers? That's on the south side. I like how he's acting like he doesn't know what's next Mm. door to it. You have a preset in your GPS. Well, see, I I usually play out Spikes. I don't. His mental GPS. Very often. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't go to Playmakers very often. The the office is connected (laughs) to it. He knows this. The all oh, that place. He knows. He okay. knows. They actually, right. they're he's such a VIP. They'll pick him up in that uh, vehicle they got. The limo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, he knows what it is. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know what it was. Uh, I was like, I know. That, I thought it was a it's bus. A good joke. It's a yes. good joke. Dude, we're on fire this early in the morning. This is good. Today's either going to be awesome or we're going to be fired by you know seven. I was just thinking about it. Nick. I bet fired. Don't you have yeah. a family member that works for like Haymarket Park? Like, I did. Him? Not oh. anymore. Oh, Not darn. anymore. Okay. Yeah, he left and is now doing his own thing. But see, he I does th- field. He builds baseball. Okay. Fields. So, I, I, so see a, I, I see a twelve pack and come on over and, and rake this up. I might have to call him. Figure that out. There's a new set of fields up in Papillion, and he's putting those in. So I oh, think he's already cool. up there. But yeah, that's, oh, uh, that's cool. Good he's, thinking, dude. I, I just, didn't think I'm about, about that. I'm about the fact that you can I'm get a text professional right now. to come down. <laughs> and Here, it, what time is it? Five fifty-four in the yeah, morning. They should be used to this by yeah, now. Yeah, that's it's, fine. But can I ask a question yeah. with you guys real quick? I don't yeah. want to run too far over. No, you're good. So, so I text. I get a lot of crap from my family members because I'm up at four thirty every day. So I'll like I'll sit there and not even think about it and shoot them a text. <laughs> and then they're like, why would you do that at 4.30? You know I'm sleeping. Well, and I'm like, well, I'm responding to the text from you at 9.30 p.m. when you knew I was sleeping. Exactly. Same thing, right? No, I think oh, yeah, people, I see what you're getting at. People put their phones on sleep or do not disturb or whatever. So, I, I yeah, if you're going to send me a message at like 10 o'clock or later than that, I'm, I'm asleep. And so I respond like you do in the first thing uh, when I wake up. See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I don't know what it is. I got like this weird fear in my head of missing an important call, so I leave my phone on the whole oh. night. Yeah. yeah, like if yeah, like my mom needs me or something. That, but well, because you can, well, you, you can set yeah. it so, so set that it up for its favorites, so that you yeah. the, like those calls come through. 
Oh God! Yeah, I, gotta take, can... I gotta take you out of my favorites, JP. I don't want you calling me that. <laughs> now, now that I know this, actually, Rob is the one I need to take well, out of there. That's the I one think, you should I think worry your about. Favorites, it'll ring like once, and, or it'll it'll go to your voicemail once, and then, and then the you call time, back. It yep. pushes it through. Yep, exactly. So you put all your, right. The more you know. There you go. All right. Well, it out. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Just know not to call or text Husker Nick after nine thirty because then you'll get the the wake up text. At- oh, I love doing it every morning. If I see a text come in late, boom, boom here it comes. Four thirty a.m. Here it comes, baby, right now. Comes up for and I just as I hit it, I just have a smile on my yeah. face. Absolutely, Cheshire cat. I'm like, I'm sorry, your time is not my time. <laughs> it's all right. Let's get things rolling. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. On the way, we'll get the number double. We're going to help Jackie track down her day. Um, what wedding guests want at weddings versus Ooh. what the bride and groom want? Uh, we'll get the results of the, something you've broken that you borrowed from a friend. Uh, JP makes us guess. And more tickets to this. See this guy. If you wake up in a bad mood, we got just the thing. It gets me in a good mood. Relatable topics. J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. It puts me in a good mood as soon as I wake up. Kicks 96.9. Food. So sometimes it feels like social media's main function in society is providing a platform for people to argue about stuff. Wow. Yeah, well, that's it. That's Duh. what we do. But primarily food. Like pineapple and pizza. No, can't do it. Like, is, Yeah, that definitely goes together. Is no, kale doesn't. edible or just a garnish? Kale helps me poop. I like it. I hate kale. So It hates you. The food blog The Takeout has listed the 10 foods and drinks that cause arguments every time they're mentioned. Okay. And number one is hot dogs and their toppings. Oh, yeah. No, Ooh. people get mad. So yeah. I'm a big ketchup guy. Yep. And everyone's like, yuck. Yeah, that's like a cardinal sin to put ketchup on a hot dog. I don't know. No, no it's me. not. Ketchup I mean, I've done it before. I love it, man. I that's just... my... Ketchup and mustard or just ketchup Actually, or just mustard is good for me. Can I point out, though, if I had my way, my wieners would be naked. If you had Six it your 11. way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Naked wieners only for Nick. Got so, it. And then, yeah. then there's the classic cocktail, the old-fashioned bourbon versus brandy. Oh my God, bourbon for sure. Is that's it, a yeah, that's, that's a easy that's a yeah, bourbon thing, man. It's, bourbon thing. it's more arguing about what you're putting in the old fashioned, in my opinion. Like people have their different takes on what they want in there. What they want I, it, yeah, yeah. I like a, I like a smoked uh, orange peel is what I like yeah. to oh, yeah. drop it in there with a cherry. That's what my have you ever done like the smoked ice cubes? Yeah. Whoa, is that a thing? Yeah, you like Whoa. you like uh, smoke the water like in a pan on a smoker or whatever, and then you freeze mm-hmm. it. That's interesting. Yeah, it's good. Buffalo really Wings good. is in at number three, and the be- mostly it's just about the best places to get Buffalo Wings. Okay, so I thought the argument on that one would be, is a, is a boneless Buffalo Wing a chicken nugget? That's because that's should we call them saucy nugs? Yeah, like it's it's definitely not a a a buffalo wing. But there's there's also the conversation of drums or flats. Which one's better? Oh man, I like them both. But I like flats. I'm a big flats person. Yeah, drums better. Yeah, I'll do either one. But you like handle? Yeah. 
Dude, the other day I went to Hy-Vee and I bought uh, like two pounds of uh, wings, which I ate. Yeah. And uh, when I put them on my grill, I realized it was all just flats. I was in heaven. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, what did I just buy? Would have I've been got 24 flats beautiful. sitting here in front of me. Yes. I don't understand pasta cabanera being an argument. Uh, <sighs> what's pasta cabanera? Uh, they say with, when unnecess- with unnecessary complications like ading peas. Oh, the, the, the carbonara? Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. I only eat it with peas. That I mean, it, it's know. weird if it doesn't have peas, I think. Okay. Do people eat that without peas? So far, though, I agree with these. Like, These are definitely things people get angry and yell at each other And number about. five is pizza. Pretty much everything that, like from style to toppings, it doesn't matter. It's 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 going to be argued Yeah, about. Uh, do You know what? So I'll give you my hot hot take that everybody mocks me for okay. Okay. on pizza. Um, I d- cannot eat cream cheese on a pizza. Just I, cannot, I hate oh, I cream, cheese cream cheese on pizza, on pizza. too. Oh. I, I hate it. it. I cannot. Oh, it's so good. I cannot. If I And like it's one of those things where... I'll just take my finger and put it in the pizza, and I can tell if that's cream cheese. And I'm like, nope. Oh, that's so. It's good. like I have a cream cheese sensor on the See, end of my finger. If it was, if it was like a, like a thin, like s- smear of cream cheese. But it's I never could, that. Is I it? could do it. No, but it's big. It's blobs. a layer. It's a yeah, layer. It's always like cheese, it's always yeah. like it's an inch cubes. deep, and you're like, what is going on with this? And it's like it's so hot. Did you have nothing else to use your cream cheese on besides oh, a stupid pizza? I cannot. And that's stand why you that. ruined it. Wow, goat, I'm glad I'm not alone in this. Goat no, cheese on pizza. Now, now we're talking. Because have you, have you had the goat cheese on pizza? What? Oh, yeah, oh for my sure. God, it's so no, good. it's good. What? I mean, it'll wreck you the next day, but it it's will. Good. <laughs> That's a true fact. Oh, I've never heard of so, goat cheese on pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty oh, sure yeah. if you jump on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere today, you're going to find some sort of argument about food. Because it just that's what we have to do. We like I'm to surprised there isn't the pickle debate. Pickles uh, are so gross. Because you either love pickles or you yeah. hate pickles. What's, pretty... what's hard about pickles, too, is if I hate it how restaurants will just assume you want a pickle and they put it on your plate. Like if you have a burger or something. Well, it says and then on that, the menu. Well, it shows up sitting on the plate, that long slice of pickle. <laughs> yeah. And what it does is ruins the entire plate. Because if that pickle gets in like four inches of any food, it tastes like oh, pickle. Oh, you're one of those. Uh, like it, because the juice gets on the bun. He is one of those. And it's just like, what are we doing here? No, that's like, funny. and it just, I'm just like, I'm sorry. We have to, I need a new bun. Like, that's just yeah. too much. Sometimes I ask people to charge me more if they just bring me a cup of their pickles. Yeah. I'll say, do you have it's any extra it. pickles to spare? You can charge me more and they'll bring me a cup of pickles. So just bring us all the pickles and keep uh, it away from us. bring me a jar of pickles. No, please. yeah. It's my wife is so happy because my kids and I hate pickles. So she <laughs> always gets three <laughs> pickles, pickles whenever we have dinner. Like she's just got pickles all that, over her place. Ah, pickles lady. on pickles on pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's next with the JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick show. What's that, Nick? I think that's the real reason she had kids. So she could get extra free all pickles free yeah. with all the food. No, I don't blame her. Totally yeah, worth sense. it. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, we'll get you the nitty-gritty for Music City with more as well in Good Things, too. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. They keep me laughing and they play the best music. Kicks 96.9. Stagecoach collaborations include Axl Rose, Ashton Kutcher, and the Beach Boys. Garth Brooks caused an earthquake. And Casey Musgraves joins the Elvis film. You in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty gritty from Music City powered by A1 Mold Testing. 
So Stagecoach Music Festival. That's the country music festival in California. Yes. If you've never heard of it. Um, so the Beach Boys made their way to the desert over the weekend. That's the awesome. band made a surprise appearance during Low Cash's set on Sunday. The band joined Low Cash for four songs. Uh, with Mike Love and uh, Bruce Johnston and their touring band first coming out to join the group on harmonies for their new song, aptly titled Beach Boys. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yep, that was followed by a collaboration on the Beach Boys classics uh, Fun, Fun, Fun and Kokomo. Nice. Ending with Low Cash's nice. hit I Love This Life. Oh, but fun. That's just uh, one of the additional collaborations because you may have seen the other two that just will blow your mind. Like this one from Carrie Underwood. Uh, she brought some, you know, rock and roll headliner set to her stagecoach. You might know the name Axel Rose. Uh, they began the opening chorus of Sweet Child of Mine. Why? And uh, what seemed like a not unusual cover for the openly Guns N' Roses obsessed singer, Carrie Underwood is so obsessed. She's uh, a big fan. It turned that into a total dream duet for her. Uh, when she opened uh, the entire collaboration and introduced Rose, she said, quote, welcome to the greatest night <laughs> of my life. That's awesome. <laughs> she sounds really good, too, when she's, uh, she when she's doing that. that. Like She kills it. Oh, and there's God, a few parts does. of that song. That's like Axl Rose special, you know, like how <laughs> yeah. he screams. Yep. And she hits it so hard. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, the other crazy collaboration is Thomas Rhett being joined by Ashton Kutcher and fellow country musician Hardy on stage during uh, his headlining performance at Stagecoach. They performed Garth Brooks' 1990 hit, Friends in Low Places. I guess I was wrong. I just don't belong. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke time, baby. Yeah. yeah. Ashton wore a white cowboy hat, a red bandana, and a gray t-shirt that read, uh, support your local farmer. Nice. Uh, something very seismic happened at Garth Brooks's concert in Baton Rouge, Louisiana on Saturday. And yes, it has to do with his song, Colin Baton Rouge. The crowd got so loud during that song, it triggered... A small earthquake. <laughs> That's awesome. He was performing at Louisiana State University's Tiger Stadium, and a seismograph on the campus recorded the quake around 9.30 p.m. The song is an unofficial anthem for LSU yeah. fans at football games, and obviously they're nuts about it. You can hear it. Oh, that song is a stomper, too, because you stomp. Oh, I'm stomping right now. To every yeah. beat of that song. Yeah. All the way through. So... It's one of my go-to a, karaoke songs, by yeah, the way. Oh, it's so good. It's a massive stadium, and these crowds have caused earthquakes during yep. like sporting events in the past. In 1988, the upset of Auburn is known as the Earthquake Game, but this may be the first time it happened during a musical event. That's, That's so wild. cool. Yeah, and then here's another reason why the earth moved. Okay. There were 102... 1,321 fans. Jiminy Christmas, man. Wow. Uh, which made it the second largest stadium concert in North American history. What did we have, like 95, something like that? Yeah, we were pretty ours. high, but dang. It was way up there. Yeah, How at the time, we had the most. Uh, George Strait's 2014 show at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, has uh, the number one spot with, with um, wow. almost 105,000. Wow. Yeah. 
So Casey Musgraves confirmed on last night's Met Gala red carpet, which you'll learn more about in What's Trending, uh, that she'll appear on the upcoming soundtrack to the new Elvis film. The singer is set to cover the classic Can't Help Falling in Love with You. I'm so excited. There's no release date yet on the film, um, or on the album, sorry, but uh, that's going to be really cool. You are absolutely Casey Musgraves obsessed. I just love to see Casey Musgraves (laughs) living her life. Yeah. With the nitty-gritty from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kix96.9. Coming up next. Go. Next with the J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick Show. On the way, we'll get to the good. If you got a good thing, let us know. Facebook, Twitter, KX969. A couple of really good things going on around the area. We'll get that and more to start your day. Kicks out at 6.9. Come on. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. I listen to radio in the morning. It makes me happy. Music, laughter, the jokes. Kicks 96.9. What's good today? You can let us know. Facebook, Twitter, KX969. Just title it Good Things, and we'll add it to the show. We'll start with Coriel. What do you got for your good thing today? Well, two women from the Lincoln Children's Museum are doing something very, very special right now. Uh, They're actually on the ground in Europe to offer support during a very tough time as Ukrainian refugees flee their home country during the war. Uh, Many are... are, um, fleeing to Poland. And these two women here in Lincoln from the Lincoln Children's Museum are Tara uh, Knuth, or Knuth. She's the executive director there. And Mandy Haas-Thomas, the museum's director of operations and engagement. So they saw what was happening and felt compelled to go. Um, Haas-Thomas says, quote, as mothers, both of us felt compelled and called to come and support these women and children who are coming into Poland from Ukraine. So they're volunteering... um, with Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine. And so they're actually helping like distract kids from the realities of war and, of course, working to support refugee families. But they're there to bring that 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 child advocacy portion and um, early childhood education piece to help them kind of <clears throat> escape all of it. And right. um, keep them focused and, on other things. Yeah, yeah. play and just exactly. keep them focused. Yeah. Uh, you know, even making paper airplanes, they said, have been eye opening. Uh, one <clears throat> of the the little kids, uh, Knuth said, was making like a, kind of a little package, and they asked. She asked them like what they were doing. The child said, "Quote: I'm making supplies to send back uh, for the war." So some kids, you know, it's it's hard to escape that. It's a very heavy thing, but yeah. I think it's just so incredible. Uh, these Lincolnites, they saw what was happening. They jumped into action. They have a very specific set of skills, and they See went to go offer that help. Yeah, exactly. It's so great. So good on you, Lincoln Children's Museum and Lincoln. We are so so stinking proud of you. Oscar Nick, you're a good thing. All right, mine's short and sweet, and it's a personal one, and it's super fun. So I was telling you guys off air I made spaghetti, like a certain type of spaghetti last night. Yeah. Uh, I never make, never make Italian, but I cook like probably like 363 nights of the year, right? It's because my wife knows that's like my happy time. I like to get a beer <laughs> and cook food, and it just makes me happy every yeah. night. I enjoy going and getting groceries. I like, I like the whole nine yards. Yeah. Well, last night, my little four-year-old daughter, Bailey, wanted to know if she could cook with Dad. So that's why we made spaghetti. And I figured that'd be the like safest thing I could do with a four-year-old. Oh, yeah. And it was just super fun getting to cook dinner with my daughter. Aww. And I was like, my son's never asked. He just plays video games. So I'm like, I'm like, this is so cool. So I got to, I got to make a uh, dinner with my, my little lady last night and it was super duper fun. And I, you know, I just like being a dad. So I just wanted to share you guys with a fun moment. I'm Aww. sure a lot of people have had those kind of fun oh, yeah. moments. So it was really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. She's awesome. 
Uh, my good thing is Derek Walker, the Husker basketball player who will be back for a super senior season. Uh, he has always wanted to own trucks uh, and his own company. So he created okay. Tall Boy Trucking. <laughs> Okay. And so he he's currently has one driver employed, and it's been hitting the road making deliveries for the past month. He came up with the idea when he was scrolling on his phone, he felt like he was wasting his time on social media that could be spent on a business or making income. And so he decided he's micromanaging from home, <laughs> from here, that is, uh, his trucking company down in the Kansas City area where he's from. Uh, and mm-hmm. as the business grows, he'd like to work uh, with prison re- reform and hire those who are looking for a second chance. So oh, that's Der- cool. Derek's created oh the God. Tall Boy Trucking Company, and just a cool, cool dude. I had a chance to actually be a part of a a documentary about him uh, that's going to be f- hopefully finished up here soon and out uh, this summer, maybe in the fall. But just a great, a great person, and just a good head on his shoulders. Wasting times on social media, I could be doing something with myself, and he made Tall Boy Trucking. So oh, that's cool. That is awesome. Nice job, sir. Shout out to Derek Walker uh, doing that and trying to do good for others. Just a few good things to start your day. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. We go from the good to the broken. The results of our question yesterday, have you broken something you borrowed from a friend? We'll get that coming up. <laughs> That's some really good responses, too. It's kicks. Good morning. J.P., Coriel, Husker Nick. I used to hate mornings, but now I love them because of this show. Kicks 96.9. I know what today is, I know what it's about, and I am not interested at all in forgiving Uh, my friend. That happened yesterday between Candace and Mary because Candace borrowed Mary's car, uh, the BMW. (laughs) It promptly wrecked. And and wrecked doing her makeup on her way to a job. she, She was borrowing the car. Uh, because her car crapped out. And Mary and her husband, they've got like three cars, and they're fine. So they had a third car, and she she racked it doing makeup. And so we asked. We It, it was a story that actually popped into Nick's head about the time he borrowed something and broke it. Yeah, my, I had a, when I was 16, um, one of my best buds in high school, um, we were staying at like a, a lake. Lake Wakanda. Shout out to Lake Wakanda here in Nebraska. Nice. Yeah. But uh, we were at Lake Wakanda, and I had to jog over to go get his car for him. And then drive it back, and it was a stick, and I didn't even think about checking the brakes, and uh, I drove it around with the brake brakes on, and Yikes. it was uh, emergency brake, and bad. just wrecked his his brakes. So it was no bueno, I'd say. Yeah, no kidding. And so we asked you, what have you borrowed and accidentally ruined slash lost? And we had some really good responses on Facebook, Coriel. Yeah, Facebook KX969. Um, Lexi says, my stepmom's pampered chef pizza stone. Oh, no. I used it and didn't have anything to set it on to cool down, so I took the pizza off and put the stone in the sink with cold water, and it split in half. Of course it did. Uh, never knew how expensive they were until I started this whole adulting gig. Yeah, those are super <laughs> They're really nice, but they're super expensive. Yep. Yikes. Uh, Yikes. Reno says, I borrowed my cousin's truck to move some stuff, and it broke when I was driving it. She had to get a new car after that. Oops. Uh, Amy borrowed my sister's casserole dish and busted it. Those are oddly expensive, too. Like any yes, good, they are. Any good dishes like that? I um, That makes me think of the time that I uh, accidentally heated up the wrong burner, and my mom had an entire glass um, 
dishware set. There was literally like seven pieces on sitting there on the burner and I, oh, I no. preheated the wrong one because it's gonna make like mac and cheese and I'm sitting in the living room and I thought the water was boiling nope all of a sudden I hear a massive explosion actual shrapnel basically oh my god and the glassware you created a bomb on this yeah the bottom oh. one was mainly the was the the main one that like shattered to pieces but the other two you know the other oh, stack no. kind of followed and tumbled and stuff yeah. but yeah it was crazy Wow. Uh, so that I, wasn't, I mean, it was sort of, it sort of was, it sort of fits here. We have a tweet coming in. Uh, gave my heart to Coriel back in college, yep, signed was, every man she dated in I, college. I was waiting. I was just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I was going to say, any, was, any friend I have conned into being yeah. my friend, I've, yeah, I've yeah. broken their, their morals in there. <laughs> every, every man who gave Coriel's heart to. Oh, my oh God. <laughs> Kendall borrowed her roommate's tent to go to a country music festival, and while sitting up in the dark and inebriated, they broke one of the poles. They may or may not have stolen a, a pole from someone who had the same tent. That was like 10 years ago, so I'm sorry to whomever we stole the pole from. Oh, no. <laughs> with the bro- <laughs> broken tent. Lena's is so funny. When I was okay. a teenager, I borrowed a swimsuit from a friend. My five-year-old brother nailed it to a piece of plywood. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> That's excellent. I don't oh, understand. Just a little brother being a little brother, you know? Like, hey, why not? Oh, my God. Oh, my That's God. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, there's some good ones. Hey, tweet just came in. We yeah. need to check this during the break and maybe play it back if this is the most evil laugh you've ever heard. But someone said, go back and listen to Coriel's laugh after you guys make that joke about breaking dudes' hearts. It's so evil. So what? We'll have to go back and hear this. We'll have to go back and listen. I am gonna. We're gonna what? have to find this. Whatever. <laughs> Apparently, you have quite the evil cackle there. Whatever. Oh, That's Coriel. Oh man, uh, we're gonna have to check that. If you popped up something you borrowed and broke on Facebook, you got a chance to win some tickets to see Flatland Cavalry. We got them coming up at uh, the Bourbon Theater in August. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Well, we'll find that cackle and we'll get it for you coming up. Plus, we'll get you what's trending. And it's a date or dump them Tuesday. Thanks, Coriel. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick. And thanks to uh, one of our listeners for letting us know about the cackle laugh, the new laugh Coriel has added well, no, to this her was repertoire. the most guilty thing. I, like, evil. Coriel, we were talking about you shattering men's hearts in college. Right. Like, they gave you their heart on a platter. And you just grabbed it and crumpled it. In I your think hand. you're being. Oh, I think you're overreacting. You crumpled these. It, well, not by this laugh. So. No, this laugh says it all right did you here. Find it? We did find it. Here's here's the laugh Coriel okay. had about breaking right, up right. breaking guys' hearts. Uh, <laughs> true. Uh, she's evil. That sounds like the Wicked Witch of the West. It does, doesn't it? I mean, here's her. <laughs> Play mine. And then here's Coriel. Uh, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. You're so Same evil. Thing. Uh, she was like shattering dudes' hearts on purpose in college. Uh, wow, we got a new laugh to add to the They're list. still telling tales of the amount of men's whose hearts you broke 10 years ago in college. Uh, You'll never know. <laughs> Coming, up. Coming up, we'll get you what's trending. And Dan Bernalbovitz kicks. We go. Wake up, y'all. JP, Coriel, and Oscar Nick on Kicks 96.9. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Ooh, it's going down. Right here.
here on Kix 96.9. Three. I absolutely have to be out here because this is something that affects me so personally and and hurts so much to know that has might be ripped away from me. That's one of the protesters. Yes, yeah, so there's a leak of a draft opinion from the Supreme Court that actually might be the first breach of its kind. Uh, but we now know uh, from Politico that they have published a draft document from the High Court showing the conservative majority is preparing to overturn Roe v. Wade. The landmark case guaranteed federal constitutional protections of abortion rights. Politico reports that no draft decision has ever been disclosed publicly while a case was still pending. Um, so big, uh, two big kind of uh, pieces of news there, just the overturning of the historical landmark case in and of itself, and then the breach of, of yeah. this kind with the draft opinion being uh, That's crazy. pre-published. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on that, but yeah. uh, pretty crazy news at the moment. The Nebraska football program violated NCAA rules for cattle coaches, and the football head coach violated head coach responsible duties, according to an Agreement released by the Division One Committee on Infractions. So what does this mean, Husker Nick? Um, so Nebraska, if you guys remember, they had this dude that they brought in to be like their special teams I don't know, analyst. Okay. And right. uh, and they, <laughs> what they did was they allowed him to be at practice, which he couldn't be. And then he ran, you know, practices and stuff like that in the off season. This was during COVID. Mm. The ironic part was this was the year that they couldn't kick an extra point and could not punt a football. <laughs> Like and we're like being punished we, for that even more so. We yeah, we literally cheated so poorly that we were the worst in the country at the thing we were cheating at. <laughs> like that's just that should have been punishment in its own right. <laughs> right. Like I mean, they should have made them keep him on the on the payroll for like two more years. That should have been the actual punishment. But uh it really doesn't mean a whole lot. They're getting fined ten thousand dollars. There's gonna be five days in a row that you can't have a full tote of coaches there and a few different things right. so it's not honestly it's not that big a deal um i can say it's ironic that they were so quick and swift to go after frost in nebraska when you've got kansas and all these other schools oh, yeah. arizona that you know that are getting Still named pending. in all these like super like where they were paying players and cheating out their ears and uh they're still fine but you know, Nebraska not only cheats, but they cheat poorly, and we're we're just getting the hammer dropped. That's, That's all right. It's not a big deal. It yeah. won't make much of a difference. All right, I just it just makes me mad that we cheated at something that we were absolutely <laughs> terrible at. Like at least we should have been like, well, we were the best in the country at special teams, so the cheating worked. Right? No, it didn't. Nope. <laughs> like That's no, it didn't. No, it didn't. One. <laughs> The Met Gala returned to New York City in all its glory last night, and it was all over social media. Everybody's talking about it right now, including the highlights. Uh, Kim Kardashian wore, this is ridiculous, but okay, the original multi-million dollar dress Marilyn Monroe wore when she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to JFK. What? She, she bought that? Holy she smokes. even dyed her hair blonde. Oh, boy. To be a part of it. And I guess she, she changed into a replica version once she was inside, but the red carpet, of course, is the big part of the Met Gala. Yeah, they had a makeshift changing room for her at like, the top of the stairs or whatever wow. okay. so that she could walk Get the out red of that carpet, very expensive dress. take the pics in the original Marilyn Monroe dress, and then slip into the re- replica. Okay. Did, did she you lost guys like see, 16 uh, pounds for that thing. Did you guys see Elon Musk was there? And he he was. And he brought his mom. Aww. And uh, and they're like, 
Elon, Elon, what it, what went into your decision to to bring your mom? And he's Elon Musk is like devoid of any like you know uh, emotion, right. and he just looks at him and goes, "She asked, so I brought her." That's awesome. Yeah, he's so <laughs> devoid of like emotion when he talks, and like oh, he's no. just like she She's asked, available. so I brought her. Yeah, she wanted to come, <laughs> but she looked. She looked absolutely gorgeous, though. Like that, like she just just rocked the red carpet. So uh, she looked great. It Ryan awesome. Reynolds and Blake Lively. Blake came dressed as the Statue of Liberty. Which oh, I is... saw that, and it, oh, her God. dress like changed colors. Right? That's wild. Yeah, I'm not into this a, stuff a... even remotely, but that was a cool photo. <laughs> where like she was like tan. It was like a tan dress, and then she turned, and it turned green because it's it's copper. You guys, I get it. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense then. That's cool. Yeah, so the Met Gala, lots of lots of different people, and I'm sure you'll see photos of that all over your social media today. And that is what's trending today. Here's what's next with the JP Coriel and Husker Nick show. Well, she thought she made a a bad first impression with Aaron, but I guess maybe it was the second one, and that's why he's not getting back with her. Hmm. Okay. We'll talk with Jackie coming out with Dana Madonna Mitz Kicks. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. On Kicks 96.9. Love, lust, or something else? Find out next on 96.9. It's Datum or Dumpum with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Jackie wants us to track down another date with a guy she, I mean, she thought she knew everybody in her circle of friends, made friends with this guy at another friend's birthday party. Okay. I'm sure she can explain but, it better wait, than yeah, I think, I'm, Yeah, sorry. I'm looking at you like you're <laughs> speaking yeah. a different language because it kind of sounds like that. Right. So, good morning, Jackie. Good morning. Hi, so, Jackie. <laughs> please, please clean this up a little bit. What What's going on? Actually, I met this really awesome guy at a mutual friend's birthday party, and it was really unexpected. How so? Well, I didn't realize how many friends they were having over, and I thought I already knew everyone was going. But oh. then he walked in. Okay. So my, my first thought was I should have put on makeup or worn different clothes. But <laughs> Oh, that's the worst when you know exactly who you're going to be around, so you're like, nah. And yeah. then <laughs> Luckily, I still felt like he was still attracted to me. I was a hot mess, but he was interested anyway, which was... It said a lot to me that he's not overly judgmental about yeah. Things, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good thing to have, yeah. <laughs> that does suck, though. You show up someplace, and you're like, ah, it's going to be casual, and then there's this really cute guy or girl. And you're just like, panic, panic, like, panic. Oh, I look like absolute crap today. Yeah. Yeah. But he came right up to me and introduced himself. We started talking. So we hung out a bit alone and then with friends, and as things were wrapping up, he asked me out. So oh, very nice. And it, I thought it was really awesome. I had such a good time, you know. I thought we were having, he was grabbing a great time, too. And then we were talking about his new house, and he asked if I wanted to come by. I said, absolutely. Oh. And we had fun. I spent the night. Oh, and- wow. So you checked out the house and then Ooh. checked out the bedroom. Okay. Yeah, how, so so rate the bed from a one to ten. Like, was it really comfy or? It was really comfy. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to spend the night. It just went so well. It just happened. Yeah, whatever. That's cool. I just really liked this guy, and I wasn't expecting it. And I was super disappointed because even when I left, we were close, and he kissed me, and it seemed like more than just a one-nighter. Okay. So I don't know what happened. 
All right. Okay, so then I'm assuming you haven't heard from him then since. No. Hanging out and stuff and the spendy. No. Have you tried to uh, set up like a second date or has it just been like just just kind of casual conversation like, hey, how's your day? I mean, are you trying to go out with him? Well, I tried to talk to him. He didn't respond. So. Hmm. Okay, so something happened. Something happened after having you over. In this last year, for literally no reason at all, I started snoring. My boyfriend likes to tell me when I snore and keep him oh, up at night. So who okay. knows? Maybe, maybe you're a snorer. You don't have and like night terrors, do you? Deal with that. Like all of a sudden you're screaming in the middle of the night like a night terror. I have those. I know you do. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, well, he didn't wake up with any. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't want to like, tell you that. Well, no, well, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's that's valid too. Um, so how do you break po- that to somebody? Like, I'm sorry, I can't see you anymore because you. Have night exactly. Or, so I understand yeah. why you know I understand why people choose to maybe ghost a little bit when right. things are awkward. But but those are all wild speculations. Right, we have yeah. no idea. We have no idea what this is about. And you all have right. no idea. Like nothing sticks out for you that that could have gone south for the two of you. Not particularly. No. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we'll do what we do, and we'll give Aaron a call, see if we can get him on the phone, and maybe we can figure this out. Maybe it's something just silly uh, that we can sort out between us, and then we'd be more than willing to pay for you guys to go on another day. Yeah, I'm sure we can figure something out. Awesome. Thanks. Coming up next. Go. Next with the J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick Show. It's always fun to play the guessing game. What do you think went wrong between Jackie and Aaron? And the best part is you can be wrong about this because yeah. you won't get in trouble. Yeah, there's no <laughs> no real prize other than getting some kudos from us for your amazing gifts. Yeah. In fact, sometimes the wrong answers are the best answers. The answers they yeah. might not be right, but they're fun. So do it up in gift form. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, KX969 to be part of Dana Dumple. This is JP, Coriel, and Oscar Nick. Gets me in, like, good spirits. I need it. KX96.9. Now the conclusion to date them or dump them with J.P. Corey Ellen Husker Nick on Kicks 96.9. So just joining us, Jackie met Aaron at a friend's birthday party, uh, and she thought she knew all the friends in the group and wore different clothes and barely put any makeup on and went to this party and then met Aaron. It's like, oh my God, I'm a hot mess. And she's like, oh, why me? Yeah. Uh, but luckily enough, he wasn't overly judgmental. They hit it off there, hung out a bit, wrapped up things there by him asking her out to dinner. Dinner uh, another night was awesome. They had such a good time. Thought they were having a good time. They went back to his place because he, he has a new house, and he invited her over to check out the new place. Uh, that ended up them spending the night together uh, and her leaving the next morning, and things were just fine. But he is not responding to her text messages about going out again and wanted us to track down Aaron. Hello? Hi, is this Aaron? Uh, speaking. Nice. Hi, Aaron. It's uh, J.P. Coriel, The Kicks Morning Show. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Am I on the radio right now? If if that's okay, mm-hmm. we'd like to talk to you real quick. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, what's this about? Well, we do this thing called um, Data or Dump em every week, and uh, we were... Uh, approached by our friend Jackie, 
about uh, you and you guys meeting up and having a date, and she would like us to see about getting a second date with you guys, and we'd be more than willing to pay for dinner and all that. You've been uh, tough to get a hold of, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty busy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember Jackie. I thought there might be something there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, would you mind telling us why you haven't got answered her text yeah. message and phone calls? <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't feel great about talking about her on the radio. I don't, oh, I don't want to be rude. Like I liked her. Don't get me wrong. Like I thought we we clicked. But, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put someone's like personal info out there like that. Um. Okay. You can't. I mean. Well, I mean, we've been maybe just tasked say, by say Jackie. Say it a little more delicately if you f- feel like. We could ask Jackie if it's. You don't I want mean, to hurt feelings, but I mean, you're already if here. If it's okay, <laughs> Jackie, are you okay with him talking to us about? Potentially some bad things. Yeah, I promise. It's okay, I asked them to call you. Oh, right. you have yeah, she's Jackie's permission. She's on the line, by the way. Hi. Oh, um, hey, Jackie. Uh, Hi. Sorry, I did not get back to you, but you know, it's one date. I figured it'd just be better to just leave it at the one and anything else. I'm sorry. Didn't didn't want to keep you stringing along. Um, is there right. is there a reason? So I bought this house like a couple months ago and I've been working really hard on it and I have a vision of exactly what I want. Okay. Well, that's nice. I, she came over after our date, um, or after the party, excuse me. And she came into my house and started critiquing everything I've done so far and everything I was going to do. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was, at first it was little suggestions, which is like, yeah, whatever. She's just trying to be thoughtful. But after we slept together, we were just laying there. She starts decorating my house in her head. She starts telling us to get blinds instead of curtains and what my color scheme should be and this and that. Hey, people pay top dollar for people to do this. I would have taken that (laughs) advice for free. Yeah, I'm the person that they pay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I see what you're saying. I work really hard on that. Um... (laughs) I kind of felt like I was getting it on. Um, oh. Also, okay. the choices she was making were completely bizarre. They do not work. I've had professionalism or professional experience for many years, and I have no idea about some of these So you think she has poor taste, and that's why you didn't want to go on another date with her? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jackie? <laughs> um, he doesn't. How do you feel about that? Okay, I mean, I get everything you're saying, but I mean, I, I feel like I have really good taste, and I wasn't being insulting. I just was offering up some suggestions. I think if I sent you some photos of the ideas I had, that you would change your mind. Um, no, I don't need the photos, but thanks, though. Thanks, I'm, I'm good. Okay. So it's the unsolicited advice um, on decorating his home that you to the professional are not keen decorator, to. right? Okay, yeah, you don't. You don't tell a doctor how to stitch up a wound. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Well, All I mean, right. that's a, decorating a house and things like that. Those are that's those are all very individual tastes and uh, and right. your own your own styles. So it's okay to each his own. But you're just not not a fan that she immediately started kind of nitpicking it. Yeah. Okay. Probably probably not even within five minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. Coming into my home. Well, well yeah. Huh. Want to try a second date? Uh, 
No, no, I'm good. I'm not ready with my home. Okay. okay. All right. Well, there you go, Jackie. Um, that's why Aaron didn't call you back. There's your answer, Jackie. All right. Well, I guess you win some new them, right? Yeah. No, we appreciate you reaching out, Aaron. Hey, thanks for taking our call, and good luck with the house, man. Yeah. Thank you very much. All about Aaron's, uh, well, uh, Jackie's bad fat sense, I guess, fashion sense, decorating sense, when it comes to the place that he's living in. I get her, crea- her creative eye. I don't know. Right. So, hmm. That sounds rude. That's why uh, Aaron didn't want to have anything to do with Jackie, because he didn't want her messing up his place. Ooh. It sounds so. like he's very uh, particular. Well, Shallow yeah. Al over there. As a, as a, sounds like a decorator, a planner of homes, then. Has to be feng shui. Yeah, I guess. Has to be feng shui. He's yeah. like, make sure my home is a feng shui. No shag carpeting allowed. All right, so there you go. The reasoning behind Data or Dubham, it's always fun to find out. Uh, and if you've got a problem dating-wise, we would be more than willing to help you. Just reach out Facebook, Twitter, KX969. Title it Data or Dubham, and we'll help you too. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. On the way, keep listening after 8 o'clock for more opportunities from Luke Combs. Two in a row to get you two for that big show. Well, the two shows coming our way in October before tickets go on sale. Before that, we'll get a very interesting conversation about the what the wedding guests want at a wedding. Now it's Chris Table and it's Kicks. Good morning. Wake up with JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Don't be the Country mornings are the best. Kicks ninety six point nine. A lot of couples stress out about every detail when planning a wedding, but who are they doing all this stressing for? If the answer is the guests, it turns out it may be all for nothing, as it turns out guests aren't nearly as invested in the big day as couples think they are. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know some people that will just talk about, they'll nitpick weddings and stuff after the fact. They do. There are some people who do Some people just suck. So yeah. uh, there's a, a bride-to-be. There are folks now sharing what's important to them while, while attending a wedding after a bride-to-be in, on Mumsnet uh, had started planning her big day and asked folks to share what was really important to the guests. Okay. She noted that her mother-in-law was horrified when she suggested skipping favors, and, but apparently got, guests don't, uh, don't really care. And the responses included, lots of food, and I'm happy. Uh, not fussed about the, the favor unless there's, they're edible. Otherwise, they just get tossed. Yeah. What's so, a favor? Uh, th- sorry, this uh, this is um, a, a, it's British a British article. Article. Um, is that like their dessert? I think the the favors are like, um, yeah, like you know, at times at the at the tables there'll be like little, uh, tiny little baggies with like Hershey kisses and like, oh, okay. you know, oh, things like that. You. Unless it's you. something that you little eat. Treats. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, okay. the yeah, um, like the bubbles. I mean. Sometimes yeah. you get drunk and you play with them, or like the kids go nuts. But like, it's people not just necessary. throw them away. People really? just toss those. I mean, yeah. My um, my brother and sister in law for those they made playing cards with their names and stuff on them. That's and cool. they put them on the table. That's but the thing that happened time. though was when they got married. Like they're so he was in the military, she was in a sorority, and uh, so naturally we just played a ton of P and A. During their wedding, yep, I was like, gonna was, say, the whole reception was just everybody getting pitchers of beer and playing P and A and different drinking all games. All of a sudden, her dad, F the dealer, and his uncle are like in a fist fight because somebody oh. like got all the money from the other. Yeah, one dude, my poker. wife was so drunk she was running around getting all the father in laws to get up and dance and stuff, and they Beautiful. were just like, That's "Someone hilarious. take Jesse away Beautiful. from here, please." 
Food and I, entertainment and no really long waits are important. Yeah, the waiting around thing. That's the hard part, especially when you like leave on a party bus or something with like the, yeah. the bridal party and then some plus ones or whatever. And you do the little small town bar hop or you go around places and you take pictures and blah, blah, blah. You, you know, you kind of leave the guests... If you don't have entertainment for the guests waiting for you, then well, you do. It's called an open bar. Like you buy a couple kegs and let them hang out. No one's going to care if there's free beer. That solves all of these issues. There's only so much that that can like, you know, appease you as a whole. Because like, you know, if you're a family with kids and stuff, you're like, oh my god, come on. They did say no. Surprisingly, you let the kids run around. The kids go crazy at weddings (laughs) on the dance floor and everything. Hang out, yeah. They're they're gonna do that stuff. Surprisingly, free booze wasn't a priority amongst all the people that were chiming in on weirdos. Uh, A good DJ that takes requests are super important. Honestly, having a good DJ would be one of the main things I've noticed because I've been to weddings where even my friend, the bride, will go. I should have picked somebody else. This guy sucks. See, you are an expert at weddings because you average, what, 17 a year? Around that. that I think average 17. She averages 1.75 a month. That's probably not... Yeah. I see. Yeah, that, this, that would be from the spring 17 to fall. From For the, the record, that'd be fall. like 17. I Just quick math. That was good. <laughs> No, it about tw- it'd be Is like it really? twenty. Yeah. Oh. It'd be like twenty. There's twenty four if you did two a month. Trust 1. me, I've been to plenty of weddings. It was eighteen. Either either math. at a wedding or participating in one. Twenty two. It's, it's seventeen a year. Yeah, you're probably in that neighborhood. My friend uh, paid a lot of money. I won't say who it is, but my friend paid a lot of money for a DJ a DJ service, and they met and they specifically and I will not do this either. They specifically did not want like the Cupid Shuffle and the Chicken yeah, Dance and all this stuff. She specifically asked, no, 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 no. Made made it very, very clear. Yeah. She and, like, just wanted the, the Applebee's song. The first song that they played was the Cupid Shuffle. Just the Applebee's song. The they were like, just the Applebee's song on repeat. Let's go. Oh God, do it. Or else wedding. Okay. I think that people spend a lot of a lot of uh, time on decorations and a lot of time and money, yeah. and I just don't think guests really care. No, like unless don't. it's something really out of the box and super crazy cool. I don't know. I think you can cut corners with decorations. So now that I'm married and I'll never have to like have an, another wedding, I think it should be like the Oscars, and you should give out like. Two thousand dollar gift bags. Everybody to everyone gets an who shows iPad up. as they walk. <laughs> yeah, I need an wow. iPad when I come to your wedding. Otherwise, I've always wanted to have a hay rack ride. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Can we, yeah. yeah, bring your booze, uh, hay rack ride. I just want it to be in like a place big enough that we can fit that uh, that that booze cruise thing you ride around in on the bike. Yeah, and we can just run it around yeah, the, the outside bikes. of the outside of the thing and people can just jump on there that could be your shuttle as a group therapy yes. bike like two yes. from venues the booze cruise, that'd be cruise that'd be yeah. super awesome that's a great idea i also love the notion that uh we should care at all about what the guests want yeah <laughs> like it's your wedding Do i just assume who want Coriel's gonna have the best wedding ever though because she's gonna have it on 420 and it's gonna be weed themed and it's oh, gonna be so whatever. cool it'll be 421 <laughs> <laughs> With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. All right, so put that on your calendar. 421 or 2021 or 20, 23 or 24. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Coming up, we'll get you a chance to win with JP Makes His Guest. Kicks Mornings with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Start my day off on the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, it makes me get pumped. Brightens up your day. Kicks 96.9. It is JP Makes His Guest time, and joining us on Team Husker Nick is Chad. Good morning, Chad. Hello. And on Coriel's team is Jenny. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. All right. So play today. Uh, Coriel's got a 2-1 lead. Uh, and today we are celebrating... If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson Sweet. is 50. Oh, my God. Is he really? Today? He celebrated it was yesterday. I think it was his birthday, but he's 50 as of this wow. week. Way to go. Sweet. And he is one of the most successful people out there. Uh, nice. He's had a lot of movies he was successful in, and so we want from hey, you. Hey, Coriel. Coriel, what's your favorite rock movie? No, no. It I doesn't all... matter what you think, oh. Coriel. <laughs> I literally was like, you no, you're right not going to get me to... You're going to get me to tell you my, my guess. <laughs> that was funny. Terrible. All right. That's uh, right. People's eyebrow, even. Okay, so with that, we're looking for the top 10 biggest hit movies by The oh Rock. Oh, God. Whoa. I got to oh, think through this no. real quick. I've watched every one of them, but none of them are coming to mind right now for some reason. And we, we start with Chad and Nick. They get to go oh, first. Good. Chad, what do you got, buddy? Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he's in those movies. Which one? Oh, crap. Uh, six. Fast and Furious 6. All right. Fast and Furious 6. He's on it. I like it. Yeah, baby. Right out the gate. Fast and Heck Furious yeah. 6 comes in at number 5. Oh, nice. So we go to Jenny and oh. Coriel, the most successful, the biggest hits by The Rock in the movie theater. Um, Jenny, what about Moana? Uh, sure. We can. Yeah, that would be good, I think. Yeah. I've never me. seen it, but I know that everybody talks say, about it. Say, what can I say except you're welcome. Moana comes in at number one. That is my daughter and mine's favorite movie. Right. I've never even seen it. I bet I've watched it 400 times. Probably. I'll tell you that. Probably. That little thing that you sung there, Nick, I'm guessing he sings that in the movie. Yeah, that's his first song in there. It's, you know, it's awesome. Back to Husker, Nick, and Chad. Uh, You could do Fast and the Furious 5. Yeah, let's do it. Show me Fast 5. Those are all so popular. Fast 5 comes in at number four. Nice job, buddy. They're looking at the uh, biggest hit movies by The Rock on his uh, birthday. He's 50. Back to Jenny and Coriel. How thought... about... Let's... Oh, Jenny's oh, got go one. Ahead. No, no, Jenny's no, got one. Jenny, these are your tickets. What's up? What do you think? Uh, what about Jumanji? Yeah, uh, Jumanji, Those Welcome to the so Jungle. Those movies are so good. Well, Jumanji, so Welcome good. to the Jungle. Number five on the list. Him and Kevin Hart are so funny in those movies. Yeah, they're great in those movies. <laughs> those guys pick on each other so much online. It is it's incredible. Hilarious. They do. All right, back That's to so Chad and Nick. You guys are all, all tied right, up. Dude. Two, two. I got two of them. Okay. All right, pick which one is your favorite. Well, he did collateral damage with Kevin Hart. Oh, really? Collateral damage? Was it called collateral yeah. damage? I think I it's called Collateral. It's where <clears throat> The Rock. Uh, How about this? JP's confused by that title, meaning it's not in the top ten. Okay. He does look confused. <laughs> he, he had never heard of it, and he knows what's on this list. I don't know. So I think we should take that one out. <laughs> just uh, from me to you. What do you think of that? Get Hard. There's another what's one, that? Get Hard with Mark Wahlberg. Get Hard get is hard. a really good movie. Let's try that one. Right. Get Hard. Mm. Dang 
saying it. That is not. That's Hey, can we add that to the list of things JP's not allowed to say on the show? <laughs> Back to Jenny and Corral. <laughs> they could win the game here we with We got a list answer. running that we can't. Could... <laughs> oh, my God. You got me wheezing. Okay, Jenny. Win it with this answer right here, Jenny and, and Coriel. I've, I've got All one. Right. Do you have one? I have one. Okay, yes. what do you think? Uh, the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah, he was in the oh, Tooth Fairy. I forgot about right. Yeah, he's in the Tooth Fairy. He yeah, is, let's yeah go he's in the Tooth Fairy. Show me the Tooth Fairy. No way. That How movie sucks. Not top the, 10. Did Larry the Cable Guy take that over yeah, from him Yeah, he did Tooth Fairy 2. Was just... <laughs> What? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Larry oh, the Cable yeah. Guy did it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Back to um, Chad Okay. Uh, what, uh, Rampage. He just was in Rampage. That was good. Um, we just need this to win, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. He was in Rampage. Uh, he also did... He was in Scorpion King, which was really popular. Yeah, we um, Scorpion King. What's that? Scorpion King. All right, King. let's do it. That's so what he wants. Let's go. King for the win. Mm. Dang it! Oh okay, not top ten. Back to Jenny and Corral for the win. Jenny, uh-huh. what about Central Intelligence? Okay, yes, that would be good. <laughs> Show me Central good. Intelligence for the win. What? Oh yeah. Anytime he does anything with Kevin Hart, is cooking. Yeah, Central Intelligence. That's crazy. I think it was the one you were looking for, not collateral he was in, damage. Uh, Hercules yep. was awesome. Yeah, here's your top ten. I was trying to think what he meant. Biggest for Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies. Uh, number ten, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, uh, good movie. Number Watch nine, that with my kids. The Fate of the Furious, which was number eight in the. Oh line damn it! Of, we should have went with that. What were we thinking, dude? Isn't there another Jumanji too? Number eight yeah, was Hobbs and Shaw. That's another Fast and, Jason and the Furious Statham, movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> number seven, The Rundown, which was a, Sean William Scott. Listen, that movie is no. awesome. So funny. I that forgot. is such a good that movie. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh. Central Intelligence at six, Fast and Furious six at five, Jumanji two, the next level was in it. Son of a biscuit. Was there too. Uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and at five, Fast Five at four, or three, uh, Furious at seven, Moana at one, and with that, congratulations, wow. Jenny. Way to go, guys. On the win. Sorry, dude. Hey, Chad, keep playing, buddy. We got more chance for you to win. That's JP Makes His Guest. Here's what's Coriel, next. You should be able to win this because you've never Husker seen Nick show. What's that now? She shouldn't be able to win this. She should get negative two points for having not seen Moana. <laughs> uh, you've got some homework for the it's, weekend. Okay. All right. Your partner's seen it. That's such a good movie. It's so good. I know. I know. You know what? I heard that I would really We like must it. get the heart of Tafiti. Coming up, we'll get you the nitty-gritty from Music City. It's Kicks. Wake up! In the morning. The Kicks Morning Show with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Yeah, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. Tasty Tuesday time. When Coriel gives you something food-related, and usually it's something amazing food-related. Well, I mean, this week is a special week. Because yeah. Thursday... Not only is it a Thirsty Thursday, but it is Cinco de Mayo. Ah, yeah. Oh, yes. Cinco de Mayo. I don't know what that was. It was your... I was just excited. Yeah. But because it's Cinco de Mayo, and by the way, Tipsy Tina's in the yes. Haymarket is having a street festival starting at 2 o'clock, music, 
dancing, and then our very own Meg will actually be there for lunch leading up to all that. Yeah, noon to three for all that. She'll have giveaways and stuff, too. And, of course, there's tequila there. There are tacos. Yes, please. What more could you possibly want? Uh, But so I'm going to tell you a few little facts about tacos here, and then I'm going to ask you a trivia question. Ooh, um, And then see what your guess is, JP, but then I'll have people guess on Facebook as well. So I won't give you the answer quite yet, but... Um, tacos were actually popularized in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. So about 50% of Americans visit Taco Bell like every month. And, uh, most people don't really consider Taco Bell, uh, authentic Mexican food, but you know, tacos. But finally, the multinational chain started as a burger stand in like 1954. Change gears. Uh, now it's the taco joint that we know and love. Uh, since it was in a Hispanic neighborhood, they began selling tacos because of the high demand. So that's why they changed from a burger stand to tacos. So really, okay. um, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there we go. We've got tacos galore. National Taco Day uh, is usually observed um, on October 4th every year, but in Mexico, Dia del Taco, so Day of the Taco, is celebrated on March 31st. So, I mean, if you want to double down on your taco intake. Uh, Yeah, There you go. Okay. Uh, Speaking of taco joints and Mexican joints, Taco John's on the other other end of the competitor, um, they actually registered the trademark term Taco Tuesday back in 1989. They began Taco Tuesday. Oh, they've got the yeah. the rights to that. I, didn't, oh, I did not goodness. even know that. I didn't either. Good job for them. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty crazy. Also, the first food truck uh, was uh, okay. It was arguably an old ice cream truck refurbished to sell tacos. Okay, um, but this Mexican immigrant named Raúl Martinez owned it and would park it outside an East Los Angeles bar. It got so successful successful that he opened King Taco, a restaurant in like 22 different locations in California just six months later. And that was uh, pretty, pretty much the first food truck. Huh. And now we've got a bunch of different uh, types of food that have food oh, trucks. Yeah. But on the same spectrum there, Muchachos yes. is a popular uh, food Their truck. Their hatchback burrito is the bomb. But I'm going to ask you a quick uh, question, JP. Okay. Because we... We, as a as a society, as a human race, okay. we have really done it all. We've made the biggest taco ever with carnitas oh, filling. Okay, this thing is very very long. Is now, it as big as the Slauson? No, JP. I'm talking like think way outside the box. I'm not going to tell you how many feet long it is, okay. but I'm going to ask you to measure it in cars. Ooh, okay. How many cars long do you think? The longest, the the biggest taco ever is? I would say 12 car lengths. You are close. Well, yeah, you're close. It's longer, actually. So JP's got 12. I'm going to ask you on Facebook, KX969. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. Don't don't cheat. Don't be. Yeah, don't don't Google it. But measure it in car lengths. What is the longest taco measured in cars? JP's got 12. You guess on Facebook, KX969, to celebrate a Tasty Tuesday and just days away from Cinco de Mayo. Country mornings are the best. In the morning when you open your eyes.
Yes. You're waking up with JP, Corey Allen, Husker Nick. Every morning on Lincoln's Kicks 96.9. Miss Liz has joined us. Say hi, Liz. Hello. Glad to be here. Liz, you want to introduce Carrie for us? Yes, we have a Carrie Schmitz from the Junior League of Lincoln. She is a veteran league member. I am definitely much newer, but we're here today to talk about our 100-year gala that's coming up in just Woo! super, super exciting. That's awesome. And so, Carrie, what is Junior League of Lincoln? Give us kind of like the basics real quick. Sure. The Junior League of Lincoln is a women's civic organization. Uh, we were founded in 1921 here in Lincoln. It's a global organization. So there's chapters all over the country and in several other countries as well. Awesome. Um, the purpose of Junior League is to develop the potential of women, first and foremost. We do this through promoting volunteerism and then through also community involvement. So improving the communities around us through the trained action of these volunteers. That's so incredible. And you said um, the 100th year celebration is this year? Yes. Well, so technically 1921, obviously. And there was something like a pandemic, I don't know, that kind of like foiled oh, our, our plans. Oh, I don't know. So we're celebrating the, you know, end of the 100th year, I suppose. Yeah. I heard Carrie and Liz were kind of talking. Carrie's been in Junior League of Lincoln for how many years now? So the Junior League of Lincoln, I moved to Lincoln in 2014. Uh, and before that, I had transferred from another league. So I've been okay. in Junior League for 14 years. What do you think has changed the most? So what's so fascinating is really looking over the 100-year history. When women first joined in 1921, uh, they joined under their husbands' names. So I would be, so good Mrs. oh my goodness, Mrs. Brian Schmitz as the member, and not wow. just myself, which is fascinating, because if you go back and look at our old records, that's really what it was. Also, when women were joining in the beginning, um, they had to be invited. So I feel like that really had some exclusivity in terms of like who could and could not be a member. And then finally, my favorite, is that you had to be under 40. So I would be kicked out this year. Wow. <laughs> but now we have women of all ages. Obviously, women are doing things on their own. And so I feel like that's been really fun. I feel like a lot of our members over the years have really found their voice and gotten the chance to really do some amazing things that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to do either in their profess professional or personal lives. So it's been really exciting to like see how women have changed um, the types of projects that they've done throughout the years. Some of them, including the Junior League of Lincoln that started the first um, child care center in a Lincoln high school. It was very controversial at the time. Um, they thought that it would just promote. So that was started by, the, by Junior League? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh, I didn't know that. That's so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of really cool projects that they've done. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of Kix's favorite community partners, Lincoln Children's Zoo, Lincoln Children's Museum, Junior League had a part in the creation of a lot of the things that we know and love in Lincoln today. And so I think that's just a really cool legacy that we get to celebrate here uh, at our gallery. Well, it sounds like, if you ask me, we need to do the most we can to keep bolstering uh, Junior League. And in that way, it helps the Lincoln community tenfold. So I believe you have a gala coming up, don't you? We do, yeah. Carrie, let's talk about that. Yeah, so we have a 100-year celebration at the Cornhusker Marriott. Tickets are available. Sponsorships are still available. And really what it is, is an opportunity for Junior League to celebrate the community. Um, so we're inviting our community partners, past and present 
present. We'll have distinguished guests there and of course members and their um, you know, guests just to really take the time to look back at our history and say, wow, we have done all these great things. We're continuing to do these great things. So please continue to support us, join. We're always looking for more members. The only thing you have to be is a woman <laughs> in LinkedIn. So it's pretty simple. <laughs> the gala, which is May 21st at uh, Cornhusker Marriott. If you want to donate in any way or you want to join in any way, you want to just learn more about uh, Junior League of Lincoln before you you know, dip your, your toes all the way in, you can go to www.jll.org. Carrie and Liz, back on the radio with us. Thank you so much for taking time out of your, I'm sure, very, very busy day to speak about Junior League with us. Yes, it is such a welcoming organization. So if you have any interest, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's a lot of fun. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Turn it up. Wake up. Wake up. Well, I hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, if you missed any of the show, you can catch up with our podcast, Dana McDumpham, uh, JP Makes His Guest, and more is out there. Uh, our big thing today is continuing to listen for two in a row to get you two for the show for the Luke Combs show. Uh, one of the two shows that's coming up in October and tickets on sale this Friday. But also, it is National Teacher Appreciation Week all week long, but today is specifically Teacher Appreciation Day. It is. You teachers, you work your buns off yeah, and you, you put up with so much. Um, I know that if any former teachers of mine are listening, they had their hands full. I've had a few teachers reach out, actually, in the last like couple years uh, that remember me and oh, nice. say, it's so nice to hear you on the radio Aww, and things fun. like that. Oh, God, it's so cool. Teachers, you really make a huge impact. Uh, there's a bunch of deals as well for teachers, specifically today, but also throughout the week. Today at Barnes & Noble, you get free coffee or hot or iced or tea Ooh. if you get your ID. Uh, McDonald's has got some National Teacher Appreciation deals going on all week long. Chick-fil-A uh, has several op- um, place locations offering teachers a free item or meal today. So if there's a few things. Buffalo Wild Wings uh, offering teachers and school staff a 20% discount through Friday. Which is a good deal. Uh, Freddy's. Oh, that's nice. Bunch of places. Bunch of places. Yeah, you teachers need to go let your hair down. Yes, please go and celebrate all that you guys do. And I'm sure there's, there's probably a text chain amongst all of the teachers that are like, hey, where are we getting the free stuff at? Where are we getting the beverages at? Where are we, where are we going to celebrate things? So uh, I'm sure they know, but I just wanted to make sure you guys know to make sure to say thank you to your teachers. Uh, I've had some great ones all the way from Crete to Doan University to uh, SEC in Beatrice. Uh, and then with my kids, like Northeast High School, but then also Lincoln High and Skull Middle School and Medellin Elementary and Mickle Middle School, whatever it may be, wherever your teachers are, yeah. shout out to teachers for today on National Teacher Day. And then it's also Teacher Appreciation Week. When I was going to Unadilla, second through eighth grade, or kindergarten through eighth grade at the time when I was there, yeah. every room was split again. Except for the second graders, I believe. Mm. So one side of the room was one grade, the other side the other. So I was <laughs> on the, the the fifth grade side and then the sixth grade side, and then you'd swap it. And this is, uh, I believe her name was Conradie. She would have a, a lightweight wooden podium in the middle to address <laughs> us all together. And then she'd go, okay, voices off. You work on your stuff over here. And she would literally just 
scooted along the carpet and teach the sixth graders. Oh, wow. We take a break, scoots it back across the room, teaches the fifth graders. That lady. It oh, was my God. A lot of, a lot of, um, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> work and, <laughs> I know. Right. Teaching oh on the fly. So, seriously, right. teachers do it all. Thank you, teachers. Have a great day. Have a great week celebrating. Meg is next. <laughs> Yeah.